Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us. Uh, before we get started today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine in the market. I've said this multiple times. We own three of them. I want a fourth and a fifth. Hey, AD's listening to me. But um, they're so great. Um, they work so well. They're so easy to set up. I think my record is 37 seconds or 32 seconds to set it up. Um, but mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins. They'll take good care of you and also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better it's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches it's everything you need from a from a nationally ranked um you know we won three state titles um i think the we were just talking recently um you know we've won over 460 games in our program and lost 130 over the last 20 years and i think we know the secret sauce to be successful the roadmap what it takes on and off the court. So go over and check it out um, and enjoy the podcast. Bye. How you doing, coach? Good. How are you? Good, good. Hey, thanks for uh, taking the time to do this. No problem. Appreciate it. No um, problem. Yeah, just a couple questions. Um, actually, you know, I I remember, um, uh, oh my gosh, what year was it? Uh, you guys won state, and I believe um, – I was at the game, double overtime against the pier. Three. It was what three year? overtimes, three overtimes, 2011. Triple? Yeah, it was the only triple overtime game ever in the state championship. That was crazy. Tournament. It was the, it, I should have retired. I told people I should have retired because I don't know if I could ever 
winning. I don't know if I could ever. Yeah. Anyway, when you watch that game, I still don't know how we won it. I don't know. How we won. Uh, yeah, that was um, that was that was crazy. I was there. Uh. <laughs> that was crazy. It was, and it was great because a lot of people in the state, people still come up to me about it because the Badgers had just won. Maybe go to the Sweet Sixteen. And everyone had flipped the channels at home. They were watching it wherever they were playing. I don't remember where they were playing. Um, uh, you guys had to come back, I think. We had to come back every overtime and regulation. And the kid did a, in the second overtime, the first or second, the kid did a Weber. He called the timeout and they didn't have one. And we had a free throw like three seconds to go and put it into another one. Oh, and it I didn't remember that. Obviously. Oh yeah, I'll send you a link. You can watch the last. <laughs> Let's see. It will. It will. Jack. I watch every once in a while. I'll watch it. It's like, oh my gosh, how did we? I had to what come home that? and watch it. I couldn't remember anything that happened. It was crazy. One of those games where you know you get into it at the end, and you know that if you win that game, you're yeah. gonna be on top of a mountain. And if you lose that game, you're gonna be so heartbroken for your kids. Yeah, it's so hard. It's hard. I've told people the hardest game. My first time we went to the state tournament, we were undefeated the entire season and lost in the state finals. Uh-huh. And I still feel that was my fault because I was a young coach and I hadn't been there. And I just, uh, I just still, I haven't watched that game. I still haven't watched the game. And that was 18 years ago. But that's, that's the right way to, in my opinion, to approach it. I mean, when I was a younger coach, I look back and um, I just just looking at some of the stuff uh, you've got or listening to other coaches. Uh, there was a time where I thought I knew what I was doing. Right, and I know I'm, less than when I start. I'll I never like now. I'll never think that way again. And maybe the kids are because I want them to be accountable. Maybe they're sick of me saying like you know, hey, that was my fault, or you got to point the finger back yourself. And I'm talking about everybody. Yeah, um, I know. You got to have an open mind. Otherwise, these coaches. I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. Like, was it last year? It was last year. My, be- my One of my best players at the free throw line, we were up. We were up two. Gosh, he, he, there's like six seconds to go in the end of, in the, end of the game, and I don't call a timeout. I figure he's going to make it, then I'm going to call the timeout. Well, he missed it. <laughs> they came down, and hit a three. So we were we'd have been up four. He'd have made it. We'd have been up four. So they tied it. They won it, in, and they won it in overtime. And then the first thing out of my mouth in the locker room was, "I should. It's my fault. I should have taken a timeout. That was my fault. I will own that. You can blame me for that. Let's learn from this. You know, because we all make mistakes. But it's yeah. Like, no, that's. I wouldn't have said that at twenty seven. I wouldn't have said that at twenty seven. I would have <laughs> some other reason, but <laughs> I've coached enough games now. I know. <laughs> um, hey, I wanted to ask you specifically, and um, I haven't seen a lot of stuff out there on this. And I've got a son of varsity coach, and uh, going into my seventh year, I'm coaching girls. Never thought I'd be coaching girls, but here I am. Um, I noticed it happened a couple times last year. Um, so I've got, um, well, I will have three to four assistants on the bench. And um, so is it three or is it four? Well, I've been, well, I got to talk to one because, 
you know, we expect our kids to go, I guess, let's talk about assistant coaches. Um, okay. We, and I do, and our, our my JV coach um, understands this too. We expect the kids to be all in. And the summertime is probably my most um, frustrating part because, you know, it's that time where you can come ahead or get better and close the gap. And I also think um, my AD agrees too. The WIA and what Wisconsin is doing for summer is just makes no sense, especially since neighboring states are like. It's weird. The summer is weird. It's just weird. It's just weird. I, I agree. It is. And, you know, so I've been putting together like workouts and, you know, um, my AD even agrees to. He used to be like, hey, make sure you abide by this and abide by that. And I'm like, yeah, I know, you know. And uh, um, so we're really trying to hammer home the uh, strength and, um, workout stuff and are they doing the workouts are they well we just started i wanted to have it done by the beginning of june right um you know to hand that out and stuff like that and it's just the strength part because our um our uh what's she called physical therapy person or yeah. someone who works at theta care was also putting something together where they could do it at home because we have some kids that um you know our freshmen sophomores yeah. don't drive yet yeah and I was making accountability web, but are, are some of our, you know, assistant coaches just nothing, nothing MIA. And I guess I never really paid attention to it in the past. And I'm really trying to focus on the culture and bring everybody together. And like I was talking to my JV coach. So who, who's, who's MIA? Is it your JV coaches involved? Obviously, right? Yes. It's, it's more your it's, freshman coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Assistants. So we only have two teams. Okay. So I have, I have an um, assistant on varsity. Okay. Assistant on JV. We had five total last year. Okay. And we might have five this year. Let's just assume we have five. Two of them okay. are just missing in action. And, and they're um, but are they volunteers? Um. Yeah, but I, I do pay them a little bit. But technically, yes, they're volunteers. Okay. And I don't know if I should. Should I just so here I here I'm gonna tell you so here's my theory. So with, with with assistant coaches, um is uh your your obviously your other coach should be a hundred percent in as much as you. <laughs> um and mm -hmm. all like my my varsity assistant, my JV coach and I were in the gym this morning and we were just texting jokes back and forth literally like five minutes ago. So we're all in for the next week, and then once August one starts, with we stop, we kind of back off until school starts because of football, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I would from if I was you, you two have to be a hundred percent in, like a hundred and ten percent in. Yep. The other, t I, I, to be me personally, I've I mean I have one volunteer assistant, I have two volunteer assistants, one's. Uh, probably more in than me in some respects and the other one just helps during the season and that's what he can do and he's a ceo of a you know big company whatever so um i don't think it hurts relationships with the kids i don't think it hurts buy-in they're looking to the two captains of the two ships um now does it make your life easier yes like i have a dentist appointment tomorrow my jv my assistant coach is going to do the open gym so yes, I, it, if there are, everyone's bought in, it makes it easier. I just think it's harder to find those people 
that are going to be like you and me, you know, I, yeah. When we yeah, had one of our contact days, I literally had a dream about a, a drill where you kind of line and the kids were laughing, but I literally did have a dream. Like, cause we can't keep people in front of us during our summer league. So it's like, so I had a dream about a drill. Cause that's where my brain is. It's like, that's not, that's not healthy. That's where yeah. it is. I am. Um, um, I agree with you. I do yeah. because I'm thinking about the um, if they're paid. I guess the other part of this that's a dilemma is um, uh, one assistant coach. So JV last year was split between two. We had one that's all in, and then I have another one who actually knows the game really well, and he just came back on after being gone a year. And he wasn't, he was supposed to be the assistant, but he kind of like, because he knows what he's doing more. She let right. him say, he did most of the game. Co it was really weird. So they yeah. split it, they split it. And he's the one who's been kind of missing in action. And it's like, I think that's a yeah, You can only have, you can only have one captain of a ship, to be honest with you. That's my theory. Cause they're going to look to the, who who's there and who's like, yeah. I mean, if you're trying to build culture and you're trying to build leadership and you're trying to build doing stuff and you're trying to build, um, cause to be honest with you about 15 years ago, you know, once a, you started ramping, my summer has changed. I mean, I, I try to, I try to maintain and work on skills and I tell the players all the time. It's, this is a selfish part of the basketball your basketball career is to work on you and your strength and your shooting and your scoring because to be honest with you the, the, i can't go i i can't i can't watch in the summer half the time because they don't there's i mean it's just not the same yeah um, it, it's frustrating for me like it's, it's not yeah that's i get i totally get what you're saying it's you know what i'm really saying fun. it's like so i do the summer leagues i think it's important for relationships and building and i do yeah, you know yeah. we do a couple things we what we what we have pivoted into is just opening the gym up a lot like a lot yeah. um letting them come in letting them shoot letting them play you know all that stuff um but yeah i mean i I, I I'm I've only had two staffs in my entire career, so I'm blessed. Um, That's good. Yeah, and but, we all have kind of our wheelhouse. That's the key to good assistance: is find people that are good at what you don't, what you're not good at, and what you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, when you're talking about the summer, we just we had a tournament on Friday and Nina and. Uh, Obviously, Nina's hosting, and the guy's like, I'm missing, like, my top four players there at AAU. Um, right. And, and then just talking to some parents and some other coaches there, and I was just kind of beside myself. I coach at a small school. Like, we're D3, and it's tough. It's tough. We don't – we're not, like, for example um, – You're tough. To, I, I bet you have a tough time getting a team, probably. Yeah. Like to um, play. I mean, I have time. I have tough time sometimes this summer. I got 15 guys that want to hoop. Are you, so are you able to, and maybe you've heard of this and I, I don't really, I guess I'm not in this situation. This is just what I've heard. Hortonville. Um, I'll tell you two stories. Um, and I know that coach, um, but I, I've been told that in the bigger schools are like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta focus on one sport. Like, 
we we go to summer league in DC Everest, and there's a like Marshfield is just phenomenal, just phenomenal. They got five girls, like my whole team, none of them would make the team. Right. They're super. And one parent says, Hey, you know how much better they could be? Their top three girl who was a freshman last year. She's also an all-state soccer player. And uh, the coach said, listen, you have to be here in the summer for basketball. You have to be all in or we don't want you. She quit basketball and there's still going to be a top I would 20- never do that. I would never do that. Like, yeah. I, I think, well, think about my last state tournament team in 2017. Jake Ferguson's playing for the Dallas. He's starting for the Dallas Cowboys. Like, basketball was because his friends were playing it. You know, well, you know. It's like, I, no, I like, first of all, if you do any reading on studies, multiple yeah. sport athletes are good. And especially for girls, they shouldn't be doing the same motions. They're going to, they're going to blow out their knee. Yeah. Now, and you know more about this than I do, but I've been reading stuff. Is there truth to the rumor? Because somebody tried to argue against me, like uh, D1 college coaches, they're looking for three sport athletes. They're looking for multiple sport athletes if they can. Yeah, three, yeah. three is hard, and like I mean, we're the sixth largest high school in the state. Well, it just tells it's me, hard. Yeah, just tells me that they are preparing themselves for the real world by taking on those tasks by being busy. Um, well, no, you so. know what it is too. Jake again. Jake's playing in the NFL. Unbelievably good football player. Played for the uh-huh. Badgers. Unbelievable. He wasn't my best basketball player. He was like my third or fourth best basketball player. But it made him a better human being, I think, to not be uh-huh. the guy. Like, now he was really good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He wasn't the guy. Like, Chris Knight was the guy. And, you know, I had some other guys that were guys. Like, he was just a good athlete that could hoop. Um, so, um, the other yeah. part, and the more important question I wanted to ask you is, I started to notice this. And I guess I'll ask you what your take is and what you do. By the end of the season, um, some of our assistant coaches just I I rely on one of them to make the substitutions. And, and you don't do you don't do that? I used to, and I tried it. I don't like it. <laughs> I know you don't like it. I think you need to do it. Thank you. Okay. Think a hundred percent. You need to do it because, to be honest with you, that's the most power we have in a in a powerless world. They know when push comes to shove. No matter because I've got I've got um, I've got three assistants sitting on my bench. They know I'm the one making the decision how much they're playing. They know the puck stops here. Well, and that's I think that's important. I was hoping you'd say that because I was already prepared to. Um to make that call because there's a couple times where I wanted to um, make a set play and all of a sudden she's taken out the girl that was like, Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is to be honest with you, it's um, I consider coaching like a rock concert. It's not a symphony. It's a rock concert. It's so fast and moving. Uh-huh. And a lot of what I'm doing is just trying to move the puzzle pieces. And now do I, do I have assistant coaches that tell me, Hey, you know, um, Sam needs to come out. Absolutely. And then I, I can tell by, I know Sam, he's been on my varsity two years, next year, his third year. I can look at his face and tell, oh crap, he needs a, he needs a blow and boom, he's out like, or he, yeah. hey, he hasn't had, he hasn't had a blow this half. You got to find him a rest. Like they'll just, yeah. I want that. Like, 
my assistant coaches know they can tell me anything. They know also that I'm going to make the final decision. But when we when we have a timeout, like a full, they'll come and they'll and I keep asking them the whole game, what do you think? Should we change defenses? What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. In a timeout, it is literally like a machine gun. One of them will be saying something. One of them will be saying something. One of them will be. And all I do is I just grab what I think we need, and then I go to the huddle. Like, because I already have my thoughts in my head, but I want their input because they see things differently than me. Um, do you, um, how many, um, so varsity game, there's you, how many assistants do yep, you have? Yep, so I have me, I have the JV or sophomore coach, um, who's not around at practice. So he doesn't know our guys. He does because he coaches them all summer when we uh-huh. have our contact days, but, um, and he's my point guard from my 2017, my last state tournament team. So he's oh. he knows what he's doing. He's my sophomore coach. Then I've got I've got three coaches on the bench. I have uh, so I have four be- me and four coaches. They all have different tasks. To be honest with you. Okay. Um, so that's that was my main question. Yep. And you answered the one about substitutions, but. I want to narrow their focus, and I want you have to, to give them a job. Otherwise, they're on the officials too freaking much, and they can't. Yeah, like... I want to um, basically. <laughs> we talk about this with kids, empowering them and giving them autonomy. Yeah. But um, I want to narrow their focus and say whether it's offense, what... defense. So I have one coach that keeps track of every possession. So he has a little cheat sheet, and he keeps track of the possessions. I think what it's in mean? teach hoops. He keeps track of it, whether we score or don't score, or whether they score and what we're in and what they're in. It's a little sheet. I think it's in teach hoops. If it's not, I'll find it. Um, yeah, let, let me know. Because, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I did it. a class, and I just got to find it. I'll write myself a note. But anyway, I'm so trying, he, yeah. he, he keeps track of that, and then what he does is we have a rule that if you score on us three possessions in a row, we change our defense, no matter what. No matter what, we change it. Because it's not working. If you score three straight times, we're out. If we're in a zone, we're man. If we're a one-three-one, we're going to a matchup. If we're in matchup, we're going to we're doing something. Um, and right. it kind of works the same way with offense. If we're not scoring, they'll say, "Hey, man, we haven't scored the last five possessions. Maybe we need to change up and try something." So that's his sole task. That is like literally, oh my gosh, like he's so good. You know, he's so in his seventies. He can he's do track of your possessions and saying coach we it's been three four possessions here or we're not okay because so. there's been multiple times and it's a math teacher i like I, and stats teacher i like statistics there's been multiple times i've turned to him and gone we gotta get out of this defense and he goes steve we've stopped them the last six times no because i because maybe we're not scoring so my my perception is not reality yeah. that's the problem Okay. And then I trust him because he's keeping it and it's never wrong. So it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then we try to maybe change something offensively. So I have one person doing that. I have one person watching conditioning. Are they are they tired? Do they need to come out? Are they not playing hard? Okay, so I have another coach doing that. Then I have another coach keeping track of all the key statistics, bonuses, free throws, uh uh, shooting percentage and then usually the the um sophomore coach i don't have him do anything because he just coached a game and now he's trying to coach my so i let him just kind of zone a little bit because it's hard when you've coached a game and then you get i don't know i couldn't do that i remember those days um so he keeps a shot chart we have our managers doing that so he'll grab the shot chart sometimes and do those kind of things um 
So they all have a task during the game. My task is personnel. <laughs> is who's in, who's not in, what are we running, what are we not running? That's my job. You know, okay. Ten years have- ago, ten years ago it would have been working the officials, but I don't do that as much anymore. Uh, uh, it doesn't uh, really work. Um know what you mean i used to get on them more and now i just try and i got so many other things to worry about i can't worry about that now if it's bad or something whatever i'll let them know i'll chirp in but very rarely very rarely anymore. they're not gonna change the call <laughs> no and it's like yeah they're just anyway i've i've learned that through the years um with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With officials, uh, everything I try and talk to them. When I do talk to them, I put it in question form. So it, 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 it makes them engage with you instead of you making a statement where you're telling them they're wrong and right away. Right. Well, well half the time is like, I just want to know like, Hey, what did Sam, what did Sam do? Or how, how can we, how can we not get that call? What, what are we like, what are we doing wrong? Like, you're right. It's like, that's most of the time that's it. And you know, whatever they, most yeah. of them don't listen to me anymore anyway. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you got a guy keeping track of, possessions um i i do like that i also like because that's like the flow of the game um yep. I, and you said conditioning a player so so i have like, a guy i have them watching the players are they working hard are they tired are they not running back are they not diving on the floor some of those big picture things it's hard because i'm looking at all the chess pieces not you know basically the conditioning of them yeah and I, hustle I hustle like condition it. hustle condition is what I would refer to it as. Because okay. hustle, you can tell if someone's hustling. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so they might say, hey, Steve, um, you know, uh, Jim is he's struggling. He, to he, get back. He's struggling. He's not, it's like, boom, out. Like, and you look and you're like, okay. And sometimes, so there's games too, I will give them specific things. Like, if, 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 like, I'll tell them during practice during the week, if you're not closing out, you're coming out. Like if you if you're guarding somebody, you don't get a hand up. I'm pulling you, or if you don't get back on defense before them, you're coming out. And then I give that coach that task. Like, let me know if anyone doesn't close out because this is the best three point shooting team we play all year. I got to yank them, and I then I'll I yank them and put them. You know, there's a couple kids over the last four or five years that started doing this. Started they doing that? They're out. Like, stop talking to and like you talk to your teammates. Why are you talking to the officials? So, um, yank. So I, they, they, 
they they are they are personnel basically and i give them specific things that's okay. like you didn't boxing out was something we were struggling with last year someone didn't box out they're coming out and yeah. then we set them down we'll put them right back in you didn't box out why didn't you box out well, what, what i'm just sounds like us yeah we didn't box out worth the crap it really hurt us i'm gonna have to do more rebounding stuff this year yeah. uh, it's got it we the best rebounding stuff is doing it in your drills i'm telling you you just gotta pound it in your drills and that's where my assistant coaches will do that like I have a I like Nate will just watch rebounding in practice, and if they're not going to the offensive glass, if they're not boxing out, he's on them. That's his job. Like we're running this, you're on, you're on rebounding, you're on yeah. rebounding, you're on rebounding, and that's all he's harping on. Because whatever well, he emphasizes, they're gonna do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we can't emphasize everything because there's only one of us. Mine is turnovers. They know. If I kick the bleachers or they turn the ball over, I am not happy. I cannot handle turnovers. It is literally one of my that is my number one pet peeve. And I think it's the key to winning basketball games at the high school level. Don't turn the ball over. It is. You gotta, it is. You can't turn the ball over. Like we were turning it over like 18, 19, a clip at the beginning of the season. And I we had a come, we had a we had like an hour meeting after a practice once. And I said, I put up, a, I put up a, I said, we want to hold every team to 55 points and we have to have less than 12 turnovers. I said, if you do these two things, we'll win every game the rest of the season. And we only lost the Middleton the rest of the way. And they were ranked two in the state. I said, we'll win every game, but you, you're giving them six more possessions. We're not that good. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. I think it was, um, I forget his name. I was listening to the, uh, Arkansas head coach and neighbors, Mike neighbors, maybe no, um, from the men's side. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 What's um, it, What's his name? Is it Arkansas or is it, is it Arkansas? I don't remember. I don't remember. I do so many. I don't remember. He, but, anyway. um, but he was talking about, cause I, I hear so much about shot selection, which, which I agree, but he's like, he didn't, he didn't say that. I thought it was interesting because he said, we don't really look at shot selection. He really hones in on the turnovers. If we don't turn it over and we get a shot off, that's a good possession. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm telling you, it is. And and to be honest with you, I they'll they know like everyone on my team, with the exception of a couple kids who whether they make the team or not, I don't know. But they all know what I want shot selection wise. They know yep. they know the hierarchy of who's taking shots for our team next year. Right now, I'm guarantee it. So you're right. I don't worry about that as much because you're not gonna. You take those. You're not gonna make them. Not in our yep. league. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> Eric Musselman. Does that sound? Familiar? Yes. 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 Um, he's intense. So he is. He is uh, very intense. So I'm looking at having four assistants, and I know you. You said the same thing. Um, did you say you had actually someone maybe looking at taking a shot chart? Yeah, I usually have a manager do the shot chart, but a shot chart would be good. Um, again, I got like 17 managers. I'm in a big school, so I never have uh, a problem with managers. You're lucky. I know I'm lucky. I don't they don't come to practice because they're a distraction, but they come to games. Um yes, I it, that a shot chart would be useful, I think. And they could also probably the person that's doing shot charts could probably keep turnovers for you too. Okay. Yeah, um, if it's just your turnovers, you know. Um, 
And you said somebody was looking at bonus free throws. Yeah, I have them keeping the, the key stats. So um, if you ever come to one of our games, you'll see my one assistant will always hold up after timeout how many timeouts we have, who has the possession, um, whether we're in the bonus or not. He holds up a little. I will have set it in the in the timeout, but he holds it up. So as they're leaving the timeout, hey, remember, we got two timeouts left. Remember, we got two full timeouts left. Our rule with timeouts is loose ball, all that kind of stuff. We never take a timeout. If there's a scramble, we never take a timeout, ever. I, I've read about that too. Never, ever, ever, ever. We're gonna. My theory is it's a scrub or it's a it's a it's a loose ball like football. Go get it. We're gonna go get it, and then we know that we're gonna go get it, and we know that we're gonna try to find somebody. Those five timeouts are too valuable. Uh, we're not we're not wasting one in the three minutes into the game on a loose ball. We're just gonna go get the loose ball. Yeah. Um, so they know that that's a rule that has been pounded into their heads that they will do not take a timeout. <laughs> go get it. Um, but that's going back to the rule, that's why we always hand it out. I want them to know I'll say it, but sometimes they don't always hear that stuff in the huddle. Um so remember, we got two timeouts left. We have two timeouts left. Remember, they got no timeouts left. Don't touch the ball if they make it. All that stuff, we're always they saying it over and over to them, even as they're walking out of the huddle. That's um, a no. That's a good one. I think that's that's important because it's like you said, it's pretty chaotic, and you're already trying to figure out. To be honest know, with you, the girls are better listeners than the boys. From having coached girls and boys, the girls are better listeners. I I heard this from. Somebody, I don't know if it was, re I was reading a book and he said, you know what the difference is between girls and boys? He said, uh, if you go storming in at halftime and things aren't going right and the coach says, we need to do this and we need to do that. Um, a boy, a boys say, well, it's not, Johnny. Uh, not me. It's not, not me. Yeah. Yeah. And girls say, oh my God, he's talking about me. <gasps> it's a hundred percent true. <laughs> like, so I, I, I mean, I don't embarrass kids ever and I don't really yell much, but if I need to make a point, I'm going at them. Like, I'm going to go at like my best player and say, you're not doing what you, you are not. I'll stand six feet from him and go, you're not. I remember my high school coach doing that to me because I had scored a lot in the first half. I was playing no D and I remember him just pulling me. I mean, I was so pissed. I played such good defense the second half. I was so pissed. I just, I still remember that. And that was 40 years ago. It's like, how? But yeah. he made his point. He made his point. He called me out, said, You ain't playing any D. It's like, You're right. Yeah. Yeah. What good is it if you score 20 and you give up 22? I know. It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> my very first year coaching girls, uh, the one and only time. I told I told a girl at halftime, I said, you shut your mouth. And I, I'm like, you know what? I'm not coaching boys anymore. Yeah. But that one girl is now my assistant. <laughs> it's, you know? Well, and every kid's different. Like talking about Jake, I could handle Jake. Jake's dad, Jake's grandpa is Barry Alvarez. Trust me. I could handle Jake different than I could handle other kids. Like I could yell at him. Like I could, you know, he had been yelled at in his life before. Like, yeah. he, you know, me yelling at him was nothing. So <laughs> it was like, I could do that, but I got, I read my kid, you know, like 
you know. Every kid is different. Every you know, kid. You got to find out how they tick. And but I think you, I think it's also sitting down with them. This has been amorphosis with my second staff that happened maybe seven, eight years ago is sitting down and trying to figure out what their strengths are too, you know, um, on the bench, what can be, you know, maybe it's, maybe they're just a defensive coach and they're worried about what you're doing defensively and blah, 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 yeah. whatever. I would sit down with them and say, Hey, what do you, what do you think? I need some help. Like, cause it's hard enough to coach. We're not baseball coaches. We don't have, you know, 10 seconds between pitches to think. We got to think. I know. <laughs> I, I, I watch. Well, I don't, I don't a lot, but like baseball is watching the game on ESPN, which I don't do a lot. And I'm like, are they interviewing this player as he's in the outfield and the game is going on? I know. It's crazy. There, there is like, <laughs> nothing like basketball. And that's why. Um, Even football, they get a rest. They get a rest. They get 30 seconds between whatever it is yeah. between plays. It's like, you don't get that in basketball. Time free throw, have, maybe. Especially in the summer, I have to be very careful because um, I think we all know when it comes to each sport, basketball is so intense and there's more skill work involved than anything else. You know, yeah, I kind of jokingly, you know, to some of the girls, like, I don't say it, like, what are you going to go in the gym and work on your bumps? Like, you could do that in the bathroom. I I don't well, volleyball, volleyball's hurt girls' basketball in Wisconsin. I can tell yeah. you that. it's hurt you know, our girls volleyball. I can tell you that whether yeah. they real, whether That's they want to, I mean. yep. Whether they want to be truthful or not. Um, it's sad. The game is changing. I mean, just go on with sports every year. There's a 25 to 30% turnover rate for coaches. I know. And the thing is with the here's what I tell the basketball coach. And I tell our basketball coach, the difference is, you know, why girls like volleyball and they like soccer. It's more of a sense of community. It's a rah, rah community thing you have to bring that to basketball you have to bring that try to bring yeah. that community to basketball because vo- i coached boys volleyball for seven years trust me volleyball is a whole different world like whole different world and but it's very much this close-knit you know no one respects i mean no one knew i was even coaching volleyball to be honest with you in our school half they didn't even know I quit for like two years you're not coaching anymore i go no i'm not coaching volleyball anymore <laughs> they didn't even know so that's what I'm saying. And then they definitely know I'm the basketball coach, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, there's this thing. It's weird, but we didn't, we needed a volleyball coach this year for, and for girls, uh, they couldn't find one. Somebody who didn't want it, end up taking it. It's such a disarray, but yet girls go out. And I, we, we observe it from our school and it's like, and girls openly admit it's like, well, I, I don't have to work as hard. And and I can and I can be and I can specialize too. Yeah. That's the difference. I can be the libero, I can be the setter, I can be just oh. a server. I mean, there you can't specialize. You know, Kobe was good at everything. LeBron was good at everything, you know. Well, Giannis is good at everything, you know. Yeah. Same know. with softball. It's just I will try to find that sheet for you though, if it's not in I got to do some stuff later in the week on teach hoop, so I will I either find it. I'm, I'm, uh, I've been a, a member, and I um, will be honest, I haven't gone through everything. I'm just scrolling through, and there's some good stuff on there. Um, I know I got a bunch of stuff to add. August is my month to add. Okay, <laughs> well, yeah, let, me know, 
come across that. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm just looking to uh, empower my assistants and give them something to do so they don't get off get off course. That yes, it, well, and you know what it does is it focuses them too. It yeah. does. It focuses. Well, Otherwise, they're watching that. the game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't watch. Like you can follow the ball. I had. I've had. I've had two really bad years of coaching in my entire career, and it was the two years I coached my son because I always caught myself watching the game. And you can't watch the game. You have to coach the game. So yeah. it was the best two years, and it was also the hardest two years because um, yeah. I'd sit there and watch. I was like, I should have been up there in popcorn and watching it rather than it's so hard. And that's what they're doing as assistants is they're really watching. Mm. Yes. Um, unless you true. give them some. Now, if they're around long enough, they kind of learn what they got to do. But yeah, it takes some time. I will yeah. find that. And if I don't email me in a week or so, and I will dig hey, it up. You know, hey, if I ever um, need something quick in the future, am I supposed to still be emailing uh, Amy? At yeah. Email, if you need, if you need an, if you can just, you can email me, I can email you back, but it, she's in charge of my schedule. So email her if you want to get on the schedule and she'll just say, Hey, Steve's like the early next week I'm gone for a couple of days. So she'll know my, she knows my schedule. She'll just pop you in. I could have school starts. Um, I emailed and asked, but I thought there's a little bit more packed into it. So uh, I appreciate the uh, yeah. one-on-one time. No problem. No problem. She'll, she'll take care of that. And then if you got a, just a question like, Holy crap, that I can do. I just do it on my phone when I'm putzing around or going, do- walking the dogs or something. That's okay. Like, okay. Sounds See good. Ya. Well, hey. yep. Bye. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us get the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join, 14-day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five-star review. That would be good. All right. Maybe. Have a good day. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.